Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcast in the video version at the Trophy Room show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts like the over 274 people have already done. And... You could even plop us a follow on Spotify. You could toss us buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's what keeps the show running. And so with all that said, though, all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm yeah. tired. I subbed for the first time since last year today. <laughs> uh, did not go how I thought it would go. They stuck me in a gym class. Not Hijinx six ensued. I don't want to say it. <laughs> we'll leave but, that to the post show. Well, if, maybe so, something happened that doesn't happen. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild, but, y'all. You know, I'm here. I'm happy to sit down with Joe like I do every week. Let's just say they call it the mudslide incident. Right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, I'm excited to talk PlayStation this week. It was one of those weeks where I put the show notes. Usually it takes about an hour. This week was like 30 minutes. I was like, oh, this is great. Excellent. Easy. And then I'm at the dentist's office. These people are putting fingers in their mouth. The dentist isn't even in there yet. I hate the dentist's office. Yeah, me too. Found (sighs) out if you don't shoot your teeth right for over five plus years, you don't go to the dentist. Whoops. (laughs) A big oopsie. (laughs) But that said, while they're putting fingers in my mouth, I found out that, hey, this week we're talking about God of War. 2018 is coming to PC. We're going to talk about how the Elden Ring delay may impact Horizon Forbidden West. And guess what, gang? By this time of this podcast, you've already probably seen it, but we've seen a very bootlegged version of the Uncharted movie. And so with all that said, with all that out of the way, let's start with the opening question for the for the podcast. Ooh, I forget we're doing these now. Well, you know what? I thought what? might as well just start... Might as well just start it. You know, I don't want to yeah. just immediately do the Patreon pitch. It's unprofessional. Here's the thing. Perfect warm up. A bunch of these movie dorks are saying that on Thursday, as the show premieres, the Uncharted movie trailer will be out. It'll be coming out in February. Like apparently every other piece of media is going to be coming out on. Oh, God. Kyle, we've seen a bootlegged version it's already leaked out. Pieces have leaked out on the internet. More, most prominently, the last forty seconds of this trailer. So I want to give our shocked, you know, YouTube thumbnail reaction to this trailer that we've seen. Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. We're seeing him outside the cargo plane like in Uncharted Three. So, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Did you like my clickbaity YouTube? Yes. Uh, they were good, right? <laughs> they were really good. Um, I, you know what, from that, you know, very grainy and not super clear 40 seconds, it's exactly kind of what I wanted. Right? I'm kind of in. <laughs> I'm kind of like, in, too. I didn't, uh, like, there's a split second of, like, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So I, I don't know fully how I feel about him as Sully still in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the little quip at the end where the guy, who I couldn't even understand because of the, the volume of the video is so poorly. Yeah. But... Tom Holland as Nate just goes, what? <laughs> and, 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 like, they get into a fight. Like yeah. it sound, it feels like he's got the Nate things down, the mm-hmm. mannerism and the jokey quips and whatnot. 
I'm in. I'm kind of in too because like I was I was talking to someone before the show and I said something along the lines of like Uncharted is the movie in, or sorry the video game interpretation of an action movie like Indiana Jones. So do, how do you decipher a video game's depiction of a movie and make that into a movie? It's going to be kind of difficult to do that. And from what it seems like with that trailer, it's like, here's our movie interpretation, a very loose interpretation of the Nathan Drake character. Like We have the characters. It is definitely not a one-to-one of Nathan's journey by no means. Yeah, especially because that big set piece of the air cargo plane thing, that was from mm-hmm. 3, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. So, like, having it here in his origins... Yeah, it, it seems like they're taking the themes, the character, and a little bit of the world and putting it in here enough to make it seem like it's not a one-for-one copycat of Indiana Jones, while at the same exact time keeping that uncharted DNA. So I got to say, I'm like everybody else. I'm like, you know what? This seems like a Fast and Furious, throw popcorn in my face, let's not ask questions about it type of action movie. I'm going to be in on this. I think it's a yeah. good first impression. Again, I'm right there with the internet. Mark Wahlberg, Sully. Oh boy, where's the mustache? Yeah, but I'm 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 in. I don't know. I'm and I think you said something very true there. Where like I don't think we need a one from one to one recreation of yeah. the first game or whatever. I love when like Spider Man, for example, everyone has their own version of Spider Man. Mm. with own stories and do different things to to him but at the end of the day he is still spider-man that we know and love yeah like the spider-man game is different from the tom holland movies is different from like the various number of comics i love when people take something we know yeah and kind of do their own thing with it yeah and you know what if the sonic movie could change the sonic's face and everybody in the world (laughs) but me likes it go for it say with detective pikachu which i thought was a great movie for yeah, I dug it. You know? I dug it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, as long as Chris Pratt is in the trick, I feel like there's only we can only go up from here. But listen, I'm 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 optimistic for it. Do I think it's gonna be like John Wick, like the action movie? No. But I think it's gonna be a good pop. I think the movie. biggest question though. Uh-huh. Do they do the thing that I hate from Uncharted where they go supernatural? Ooh. I don't like you, you made the joke of Chris Pratt. And I was like, "Oh, is is he like those monster things at the end of one? Yeah, like the yeah. zombie looking things." I really hope they don't. I want just a good treasure True. hunting adventure. I don't want all these. I don't want a Lazarevich who yes. can take like forty shots yes. before he gets down, kind of thing. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I dig that. That's the one thing that I loved about Uncharted Four. It was like when it loses that, you know, miss like yeah. The, when the fiction is upright in your face, I, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, yeah. I, you, know, you know what, Kyle? You're a smart kid. Hey. <laughs> it's, I'll take it. And also, like, with, like, the Last of Us shots that we've seen as well, like, it's it's looking good so far. So I'm 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 cautiously just, optimistic for this. Just wait till that Twisted Metal footage show huh. at some point. <sighs> oh, boy. Okay. Anthony Mackie, right? Is, is yeah. the star of that one? Yeah. yeah. You okay. know what? I, I'm also I'm still yeah. on board. Yeah. Still on board. Listen, before we square up the news, 
It's time for a Patreon pitch. Of course, if we ever got you through your commute, your tough day at work, whatever life throws at you, it really does help us out if you can toss us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's the reason why we look so great, we sound so good, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Every dollar goes right back into the production of this show. And because of that, we really sound fantastic. It's all the successes because of your generosity. So with that, I want to thank our platinum members, Todd Burowitz, Too Soon, and Toxic Nick. Our gold members, Brad Presnell, Gavin Gofried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, and Robbie Bobby Miller himself. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nakajaka. Marcus O'Neill, oh, it's just right. JB the Purple Monkey, Jadis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Tom Roper, Brenton Zachary, Rick Errington, and Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, and Mannix and Dewani Raksha. Thank you all so much for supporting the show the way y'all do. Ooh, let's keep getting bigger, Kyle. Let's keep getting bigger. I love Love it. it. All right. It's a good problem to have. Good problems. And also, I love to see all the activity on our Patreon as well. Yeah. We have some really cool surprises in the like little anniversary refresh that we're doing in November, and it's we're going to do some pretty cool stuff. So, Spoiler alert. Nintendo Nook, full-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, we're all quitting our jobs. Yep. <laughs> well, that's our new thing. That's the money maker. God. Listen, Metro Dread, again, officially a PlayStation game. But listen. It's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer. God of War is coming to PC in January. God of War, Sony's tale of Olympian demigods, Nordic deities, and the trials and tribulations of fatherhood is now listed on Steam. Quote, we're thrilled to announce that God of War 2018 will be coming to PC on January 14th, 2022. End quote. Sony Santa Monica senior community manager Grace Orlot or Lady wrote, "All of us at Sony uh, at Santa Monica Studio have been humbled by the mess. Oh my God, Kyle, stop it, slow it down. Take it from the top there. That quote, quote." All of us at Santa Monica Studio have been humbled by the immense amount of support and passions fans of the God of War series have shown in the latest chapter of Kratos' story since its release. As of August 2021, 19.5 million copies for God of War on PlayStation 4 have been sold through, and we can't wait to share that experience with a whole new group of players on PC. Ooh! And yeah, you're going to have ultra-widescreen support dlss support on nvidia and i'll pretend i heard like that's I a know. cool thing yeah i'll pretend like i know what that is yeah. <laughs> unlock frames the whole nine yards i think the the funny thing that i saw uh the funny thing i saw about this yeah. on twitter was like oh man i can't wait to replace kratos with lady d from resident <laughs> evil and and just mod it out yeah and macho man randy savage is, yes, is a trace. <laughs> yes yes oh i forgot who put, posted that but it's fantastic yeah. and with that this was breaking news so i i asked people on twitter what were your thoughts on this captain chats writes over the moon sony are following the footsteps of microsoft more people being able to play means more money in turn which means more games win-win it's 2021 not 2013 this whole exclusive gating just to consoles is over and it's about dang time i just need sony to release day in date got another one 
This one comes in from Katie, one of our newest patrons. Hello, Katie. Uh, They write, all the people that say this isn't good for Sony or throwing a hissy fit need to go suck on a bottle of milk. And hopefully it's skim because skim milk is cheap milk. The worst type of milk. Two percent or get out. Anyway, that wasn't her tweet. That was just me. I love this game. It's in my top three games of all time. And I'm so beyond excited that it's going to get more publicity. More people need to be playing this game. It deserves it. And then lastly, we got some we got some yin and some yang here. Glorious War writes, I want more a more substantial upgrade for God of War on PlayStation 5. Sony said that it put PlayStation gamers first, but this PC version had a feature that could be easily replicated on PS5. But is it? I'll add that in there. So Kyle, again, mm-hmm. there's some good critiques here. Yeah, it, it kind of should be a one-for-one. One. There are some things in this version that isn't on the PlayStation 5 version. Um, and at the same exact time, I feel like the consensus in our community is, hey, this game in more hands of more gamers is a great thing because this is from even like our friend of me, Luke Lore, who runs the Xbox expansion pass would say, this is a perfect game. And to me, it borderline is. It's fantastic. So more people get to play, it's fine. But Kyle, I want to I want to know what your thoughts are, man. Yeah, I I agree with you and the wonderful Luke. Um, oh. I I the God of War is near perfect. The what it's done, uh, in in terms of like pushing video games forward with like the one shot from the camera the entire time, one tracking shot, no yeah. cuts, like incredible. I I think God of War is amazing a masterpiece deserves to be played as uh by as many people as possible hold on joe oh what's that guy excuse me what oh i'm sorry twitter wants to uh oh twitter's dropping by the whole website of twitter what does twitter have to say about this guy goodness kyle man twitter twitter is twitter uh, is something else twitter is a dumpster fire yeah and apparently a little baby a, a little baby seriously Listen, i'm sick those of, babies are i hate it yeah Every, going back to like the horizon one <laughs> where the horizon got freak out of horizon potentially coming to pc and he broke his <laughs> desk and you hear him like hyperventilating and crying exactly yeah. it's not that freaking serious dude yeah it's a game that you've already played and beaten. Millions of people have already bought it. If you it goes to PC, more money will go into the studio to make better things in the future. I it's a win-win. Yeah. If you wanted to wait until a, a back in 28 2018, right? It was got yeah, 2018 yeah. and you was like, "You know what? I'm going to hold off for the PC port." Because that's something that Sony's been doing back in 2018. No, yeah. they haven't. But just like hypothetically, like if somebody wanted to wait and hope and wish on a prayer that Sony would start doing this, all the power to you. Yeah. 
But most people who own a PlayStation have played and beaten God of War. It's also free for instant game collection. I mean, they said it right there. Yeah, 19 million people have bought it. It's on free game collection. Yeah. It's what, like three or four years after the game's released? Mm Mm-hmm. Get over it. And this is, again, the future we're living in. Look, Capcom, we talked about it last week. Capcom said their main focus now is going to be on PC. That's going to be their what they're going to be coding for first. A lot of people are seeing the PC as this ecosystem that, yeah, is pretty untapped. So maybe we can go over there as well because making games is incredibly expensive. When you have people like Sean Layden coming out going, yeah, at the end of this cycle... You know, it's going to be 200, maybe 250, 300 million uh, to make a triple A quality game. You're going to need a bigger ecosystem because these console ecosystems, no offense to them, because we love playing them. It just isn't enough. And I feel like we panic or not we, but the Twitter people panic because, well, we criticize Xbox for do for, for doing it four years ago. And guess what? Xbox was in the right. They saw the tea leaves first. They ported their games to PC. They got the flack for it, but then people realize, Oh wait, this is actually pretty awesome. This is actually pretty cool. And we normalized it. And luckily here in this community, we don't have that problem because we appreciate Xbox, appreciate PC, and even Switch out over there gets the love every now and again. So like, to me, this is awesome because more people get to play the game that I really think is one of, if not the best video game ever made. Great. And like the potential of owning a Steam Deck and mm-hmm. playing this on the go? Oh my god. Oh my god, it's everything I wanted the Vita to be and more. Oh, I like, know. I know. Man. <laughs> we just need that Bloodborne PC port and yeah, we here. don't need it. Well, we maybe, you know it. what, I'll make my own soundboard. I'll tell you guys off yourself. How about that? I'll go, hey, Kyle, Please. go so, okay, how about that? <laughs> I welcome it. Alright, good. Because, yeah, for me, like that's also something that's really awesome. Like Seeing these PlayStation games being able to be played portably it's kind of something I've wanted. So, you know, the Vita 2 will live, but in the Steam Deck. And that's it's yeah. awesome. Video games are cool. They're amazing. They're works of magic. We should be just happy and proud happy. that we live in the timeline we do, that video games are a thing. Mm-hmm. You want to go live back in the 1600s where you're playing stickball in the, in the dirt driveways of your town? As the carriages come by? Could we have the strong sticks today as Papa? We're going to play with the dust bowl. <laughs> I washed my feet. Yes, Papa. Papa, right, our candles are, are gone. We have no <laughs> lights. We can't see where we're going. That's right. This book is made out of stone, Papa. Yeah, no, video games are great. Sharpen Everybody... the chisel. I have to make an edit. <laughs> What's an iPad? Uh, so, yeah, this is awesome. Video games are great. Santa Monica, you're amazing. Amazing. That said... Bring them all to PC. Put them on day one. I don't care. I don't care. I'm playing on my PlayStation. I'm still playing on my PlayStation. PC is for work to me. PlayStation is for fun. That's why I I play on PlayStation. My rig, I could easily play all the games on PC. I choose to play on PlayStation because I prefer a controller in my hand. It's just simple as that. Nothing Mm -hmm. gets devalued, son. Nothing. (laughs) All right, Kyle. Let's talk about what's given me a slight panic attack this week. 
We got some heartburn over this one. Uh, Sal Romano over at Gamatsu writes, Elden Ring delayed into February 2022. Closed network test begins on November 12th. Publisher Bandai Namco Entertainment and developer From Software have delayed Elden Ring from its previously announced January 21st, 2022 release date to February 25th, as well as announced the dates for the Elden Ring closed network test. Quote, the depth of the game and the degree of freedom in strategy exceeded the initial expectations. Hence, it has been decided to extend the development time for final adjustments, thus moving the release date to February 25th, 2022. Bandai Namco namco entertainment said the closed network test will offer players a hands-on with the opening hours of the game while assisting the development team in testing the game's online servers ahead of its release date it will also support cross-generation play this makes me very excited but also very sad what's with february everybody chill oh boy let me tell you also with like the flash news of like cyberpunk and the witcher Yep. Next gen thing getting delayed to the first quarter next year for the love of God, not Stop in February. It. Stop <laughs> it. All right. Well, here's some reactions. First, Una writes in. What up, Una? And she writes, Hey there, guys. I feel with Elden Ring delay, it will affect Horizon. But I do th- but I do think not by much. You are going to have people that will pick it up on both and be okay, and then have some that will pick up one and get the other later down the line. With how packed February is for gaming, it is going to be picked and choosing for a lot of games, and Horizon should sell well even with a delay from Elden Ring. And preface this, Elden Ring comes out the 25th of February, and... um, Horizon comes out on the 18th, so it's about like a week-ish apart. But Awesome Dave also writes in, I've noticed that I've seen very little discourse on the internet about the Elden Ring delay, which is great. Awesome Dave, you got some jokes. He, for one, though, thinks that developers should take as much time as they need, but I do think a delay will negatively impact Elden Ring now that it's being released in the same month of many other possible He's going to say the B B word here, folks. Banger. I hated saying it. I thought you were going to bleep it. it. I was going to be like, listen, uh, new listeners, he's not saying the bad B word. He's saying bangers. Yeah. Which is approved. It's not approved. Toxic then writes in to piggyback off of Awesome Dave's question and Yuna's. Do you think this will negatively impact Horizon Forbidden West? I doubt Horizon changes the release date again, but do you think Gorilla might slash should? So yeah, Elden Ring, first off, delayed cross-generational play. That's great. I would love just standard cross-play, but hopefully that gets announced down the line. Uh, A stress test, a beta sometime in November, which is fantastic. But a week after Horizon... It gives me the the memories of Horizon coming out, getting received really well, and then Zelda Breath of the Wild comes out a literal like week later and yep. takes all the hype out of the sales of Horizon, at least what it felt like for us PlayStation fans out there, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because it was like fighting tooth and claw of like, Horizon's pretty great, and it was just getting drowned out by the Breath of the Wild being a game once in a lifetime kind of yeah. thing. So what do you think here? With Elden Ring being multi-platform, it being also on PlayStation, yeah. it having a lot of hype, 
because let's be honest, from software fans like myself will go out and buy a console for a game. Do you think that this negatively impacts Horizon in any way, shape, or form? I don't. You don't think so? I don't think so because the PlayStation fan base has been itching at another true exclusive game. Mm. And I think everyone is dying for Horizon. I think they're going to buy that no matter what. If you mm-hmm. own a PlayStation 5 or PS4, like it's also on PS4 as well. Um, so I think I, I don't think it's going to affect it too much. Mm-hmm. I'm interested, though. Yeah. If Elden Ring comes to Game Pass. No. Day and date. You don't no. think so? No, I don't think so. I think that one is. Uh, they have to pay wampum for it. I, I mean, mean, they not paid to say a, they huge, a huge amount to get them. The, like they were on the ether, their E3 stage first. Yeah. No, I think this is more of a marketing deal. I think when it comes to Game Pass, we sometimes overestimate it. I, I, I choosing the wrong words. Xbox fans don't yell at me. But in terms of like what it can do for sales. So like, for example, Battlefield would do great on Game Pass, but EA wants those day one sales so bad. They know it's going to cash in. They're going to take it. Same with Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco has a really great relationship with From Software. They know their games sell great. They know the name recognition alone from software is going to carry this game. They want those day one sales. I do think this game will eventually come to services like Game Pass and PS Now for sure. But once the tale of this game is is over and done with, um, yeah. which will be a while. So maybe can like I, six months or so. Yeah. Can I tell you which game should be worried? What's that? Saints Row. I think a lot of games. But Saints so, I mean, Row is but one like, of them. But like specifically Saints Row, because I think Saints Row is the same day as Elden Ring now. Yep. And no, it's it's a beginning. It's it's a beginning. I literally it's the beginning of the month. Okay. Yeah, I literally just typed this in. So there's, that, there is a game that's coming out the same day as Elden Ring. Is there not now? There are uh, from what I've seen so far with this quick Google search. It is Sifu King of Fighters 15 Saints Row Elden Ring Horizon Forbidden West Life is Strange Remastered Collection Dying Light as well in the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. And then I know some game called Shred- Shreds, which is like a snowboarding game, is also oh. going to be cool. in February. Okay, and I know so there not- may be one or two others that are in there, but yeah, it's a, it's a really packed month, Kyle. Yeah, so not um, not day and date as Elden Ring, but I think if you're looking at if you're interested in Saints Row mm-hmm. and, and and interested in both Horizon and Elden Ring, I think yeah. that one's going to have to wait. Yeah. Oh, that's going to have to be the one. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, that's that is a huge <laughs> expansion. So we got Dying Light two on February fourth. Saints Row, yeah, you're right. Same day as Elden Ring. That game's getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. Saints Row, February 25th. Elden Ring, 20, uh, the 25th. Destiny 2, the 22nd. Horizon Forbidden West, February 18th. All of those games are going to push sales. But you're right. I think like the, the three that take the oxygen out of the room is Horizon, Destiny, Elden Ring. Those are it. And I think games like Saints Row have to move out. Because Which is a bummer. It's a bummer for for sure. I I could be I'm actually super excited for that Saints Row Saints Row total reboot. Yeah, I love the vibe from that cinematic trailer, and I. 
But I also think, Kyle... Too many games in the (laughs) shortest month of the year. Stop it. And again, Sifu comes out the 22nd. Yeah, exactly. There's so many games I can barely keep track here. I I do think, though, at the same exact time, this is definitely... People say they're going to put it in February, and then it get pushed to March, April, May. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, that there's a lot of time for these games to move out of the way, and I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think a lot of games are just going to move out of the way. But yeah, for me, it's going to be like a fight. I, I feel unfair as like a, not just a PlayStation content creator, but like as a fan of both from software and horizon, it's like the Kane and Abel, which one do I choose? Yeah. And, and, and like, which one do I choose? I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's also not just February. Mm. It's like the week after Elden Ring GT seven comes out. All right. right. And then a few weeks, maybe two weeks later, I think it's, uh, for me personally, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Mm. I'm super hyped for. There's mass and Midnight Suns, massive, massive games that I'm so excited for, all within like a month and a half. (sighs) Will someone pay me to just sit here (laughs) and play those games? Because that's the only way I'm going to get through them all at one time. I know it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I've literally, I like, I, I was talking to a friend of the show, Ains. We literally have the days off or had, now we have to move them for Elden Ring. And now I'm going to have the day off for Horizon and Elden Ring. I might as well take the whole goddamn week off. The great yeah. thing is it's President's <laughs> Day on Monday. Uh, oh. So like after Horizon. So I get a long weekend. Nice. So. I get I get some time with Aloy, you know. Okay, all right. I'm very excited. I watched the No Clip documentary a few days ago, and like the Ooh. hype is just—it's in my chest, Kyle. It's in my chest. Yeah. All right, <sighs> Kyle. You know what's also hyped in my chest, which is an update from a story we covered two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, a game that you took title away of Game of a Generation. It's one of the games of the generation. It's like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but it's like the League of Extraordinary Games of the Generation. Whatever makes you sleep at night. Chandler Wood over (laughs) at PS Lifestyle writes, Rumor, Bloodborne PC is done. Bluepoint working on Bloodborne 2 and remaster of the first game. Time to spin up the rumor mill once again, this time about the much-beloved PlayStation exclusive title Bloodborne. Again, with Xbox era's Nick special underscore Nick Baker. What are you doing, special Nick? What are you doing? Baker is back again with yet another PlayStation rumor corroborating details he and others have allegedly heard regarding Bluepoint working on Bloodborne 2, a PS5 console remaster, and the PC port of the title already being done. Uh, Side note before we get into Nick's thing. Should Nick just change his name to like the PlayStation rumor person? Yeah. Because, like, does he do Xbox rumors? Stay in your lane. How about that special, Nick? Hmm? Quote, I have been told by a couple of different sources a couple of different things about Bloodborne, Baker says. I've been told there's a PC port that's already done. He does not go on to specify who developed the PC port of Bloodborne, but rumors of the title coming to PC have been persisting for a while now. I think what's happening with Bluepoint is I believe Bluepoint is doing the sequel, Baker Baker continued. This would fall into the category of original content that Bluepoint said it was working on since its Sony acquisition. While not a wholly new IP, a hypothetical Bloodborne 2 would be the first original game from Bluepoint, and that's original in quotes. Uh, 
Baker continues on. And I think Blue Point might also be doing the console remaster of the first one, I think, he concluded. He reiterates that this is simply him corroborating other similar rumors people have heard with information he's gotten from his own contacts and sources. Blue Point's heavy involvement makes sense from the perspective of the company that did both the PS3 remaster of Shadow of the Colossus as well as the PS4 remake. The studio working on the PS5 remaster of Bloodborne would allow them to become intimately familiar with the game to do the sequel proper justice. All righty. So this, uh, a few weeks back, again, I put Baby in the corner when I said, I'm a little worried because Miyazaki isn't attached. And then a few minutes later, I was like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't just outright toss out a game because it's not made by the original developer. Mm-hmm. All right. So rumor, speculation, inside sources. People tell you one thing. People tell you another thing. Where there's smoke, there's fire, Kyle. Yeah. This is happening. You selfish, <laughs> yeah. selfish human being. Yeah. How dare you always get the things you want? Because <laughs> I like good things. I like I things with case decorum. Hate it's been it. 2,402 days since the launch of Bloodborne, and Daddy needs his fix, Kyle. I hope you take Ludwig's Holy Blade and stick it somewhere. Oh, I gladly would. <sighs> I'd grimace, but I gladly <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. So, yeah, this does get me hyped. As sure. a huge Bloodborne fan, it's one of my favorite yeah. games. I of mean, all it's time. cool. I'm excited for a PS5 remaster. I think that would look oh. really, really great. Yep, it looked really great. Run at 60 FPS. Yeah. Sky's the limit. And I will say this: I do like this approach. Yeah, you know, I've been talking to some people to see if whether this is true or not, and if it's true, you know, we we discussed how they would go about it. And I think this is the perfect way of going about it. Like the last line, allowing them or, or doing a remaster to allow them to be it, uh, intimately familiar with the game and do the sequel a proper justice. That's how, that's why this is going to be a remake slash remaster. It is for blue point to learn the design of this game, the blueprint from the blueprint itself. And that's what gets me really excited. It's like, they're not just they're not just handing the keys of the car to the Maserati. They are literally, you know, looking up the Maserati, right? They're they're toying with the engine. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe car analogy isn't good here. But like, in all honesty, how do you get familiar with an IP that is so beloved by its fans? You do have to earn it. And though Blue Point is so fantastic with its remakes, its remasters, and I don't think personally for me they've ever missed on one of those. As a Bloodborne fan, there is a nervousness because this is not from software. This is someone else. And although we've seen so many Mario's not made by Miyamoto and still hit great, and look at Metroid Dread being a great example of a game that is made outside of Nintendo, but just so well done and well crafted and borderline perfect, they have to understand the assignment. And what better way to understand their assignment than to do a little studying? way better analogy so for me this is awesome because we got a studio that absolutely understands the dna of a video game and how it makes it work and it's going to tinker with it to make sure it works the way or make sure that they could work on it efficiently and then work on a sequel i'm all in man this gets me excited i have faith is there 
trying to th- I mean, 60 frames, it obviously, yeah. would be fantastic. And it may be getting a visual upgrade. Yeah. But, like, is there anything else in that? Any other quality of life things that they could do in a remaster? Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the Shadow of Colossus remake. Right. right? Yeah. That did a lot of really big things for made it feel better to play than the ps3 version did i really think in the design of bloodborne the combat doesn't need to be tinkered with that much i think that's where it's down pat i think sure the map is also just like i think this game's flawless to me this is my perfect game that's fair so like there's nothing really they can touch up it's really just to i it's so weird i would love to see that same love interpreted in this game there's something that has to be like oh damn all right this is great um but i have faith again i have faith i'm not going to be a hypocrite and say nobody only from software can work on this game i'm gonna i'm gonna keep to what i i said prior and make this the fact that whatever whatever they have planned i'm on board with it because if we've seen over and over again blue point they understand the assignment. So good luck to you folks. I, I don't know if this is real or not. But Papa needs this to be real. When do we uh when do we hear about it if it's real? <sighs> Next year. Next year? Not game awards? Um Joseph, you will literally see me cry if it's at game awards. <laughs> um maybe that is the yeah, Scottish singer of a beloved thing. Yeah, but. it could be. Because spoiler alert, we're probably streaming that live. So yeah. You can absolutely come and watch Joe cry. <laughs> You're going to see me scream and shout and say, <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to be great, man. That was your best one yet. That <laughs> was you. your best one. That was good. All right, Kyle. Here's some not quite fun news, but like it's it's like it's like optimistic-ish. You know? Uh, Joe, really quick, because I it, it's not linked. Oh. Where's the story from? So we can just give the outlet a shout out. Oh, good, good question, and my apologies. Usually, I'm always yeah. That's why I, that's why I wasn't angry. Or I'm always in, no. I'm a stupid idiot. So no, you're not. Stupid. You're fine. Uh, Windows Central. Perfect. Windows Central. Carly Veloci writes: Activision Blizzard fires 20 employees in response to harassment claims. Activision Activision Blizzard has reportedly fired 20 employees on Tuesday, according to a Financial Times article, citing recent harassment allegations brought on by an explosive lawsuit that rocked the video game industry in July. Activision Blizzard's chief compliance officer, Francis Townsend, told FT that it was a result of an internal investigation that found misconduct, misconduct throughout the company. The individuals were not named, but included multiple game developers. In a letter published online, also mentioned that beyond the 20 people who have left the company, an additional 20 face further disciplinary action. Quote, it doesn't matter what your rank is, what your job is. If you've committed some sort of misconduct or you're a leader who has tolerated a culture that is not consistent with our values, we're going to take action. Townsend, who previously said the lawsuit presented a distorted and untrue picture of our company told ft (laughs) the company announced the news in an internal email to employees it also says that it would be expanding its ethics and compliance team in the public letter 
This includes the promoting of Jen Brewer to Senior Vice President of Ethics and Compliance and the addition of 19 full-time roles to the, to the team. There's also been a lot of investment into training resources. She also notes that investigations are continuing, citing an increase in reports over the past few months. Quote, we are working tirelessly to ensure that moving forward, this is a place where people are not only heard, but empowered, end quote, Townsend said. There has been a lot of movement at Activision Blizzard over the, over the past few months since the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, DFEH, filed a lawsuit alleging the company fostered a toxic workplace and a frat culture that included multiple instances of discrimination and harassment. This news falls on the same day that the company sought to pause the ongoing DFEH lawsuit, noting recent ethic violation allegations brought about by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC. Good. Sounds to me that they are SOL. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, very good. I'm happy people are getting canned. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just keep working, though. What yes. are you doing for the rest of the employees? That it is fair to, to say that a lot of the employees' demands still have not been met. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, as much as this is good, I'm, I, I'm, I'm warming up to you, Activision again. I still need, Daddy needs more blood of the of the of the awful. You know, uh, we need still that cleansing flame. But I do I, like and the reason why I put this in. This article in here, because uh, Carly nailed it when she said Townsend, who previously oh said the lawsuit represented or distorted an untrue picture of our company, then says. <laughs> this but I whole... think my eyes rolled into the back of my head as right. I read that. Yeah. <sighs> and it just goes to show you again, like these companies, they'll say what they need to say in order for you to like them. Um, I, again, they paid $18 million to the federal government because they because the federal government got caught wind of this so they know they're guilty of it they know they need to do better and hopefully the fine for this one's a lot heftier because this yeah. just ain't enough but you know again we're getting there it's good that we're getting there keep those heads rolling yeah bobby kodak or selling notice bobby been there since day one i think you need to get the fuck out <laughs> but Listen. again we're making progress Love it. You love to see it. Kyle, it's time for some flashies, nay? Hey, Kyle, wait, real talk. Yeah. You got you know, that weird, like, voice modulator thing. You got a voice that makes you sound like Batman? I don't. Fuck. All right. Well. I, I'll work oh, on I it. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to enter the dome. The yeah. fandom. DC yeah. fandom was this weekend, and now I understand the... You know, double entendre there. Fandom. Fandom. <laughs> you got it? <laughs> See what great. they did there? You're great. <laughs> Took me a year, but I got it. Boom. They're all <laughs> flashy. Like, Joe, you're real dumb. Yeah. We saw a lot of things from DC. A lot of things that got me hyped. Oh, my God. A lot of really God. cool things. Oh, God. A lot Just of take real... a minute. The Batman. Bat oh. Matt Reeves. What? Who? Oh. oh, boy. <laughs> Engorged. That's what I was. Oh, boy. oh my god! They're fired at Batman with just like submachine guns. You see the bullets ricochet. He don't care. He like, don't care. He's all about the business. I, I, welcome to the DC portion of the podcast. This is another mini podcast inside the big yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the well, Michael Keaton's. 
I know. Oh, that's true. We are. We're already in the dome. So forget what I just said. Shout out to the Michael Keaton silhouette oh. in the Flash trailer. The Rock as Black Adam looks dope. Dude, dope. Uh, the, Shazam? The Shazam stuff Shazam, looks Shazam, great. Shazam. He's fighting like mythical creatures. And yeah. DC. We're getting you're doing, it. You're doing some We're good things. It. Who needs you're Zack doing Snyder, some you know? good things. Also, like that Catman. Uh, Catman. Catman. Catwoman. <laughs> The Catwoman uh, animated uh, movie that looks like an anime. It looks oh, gorgeous. yeah. Yeah. And then more Harley Quinn show, which is like oh, literally yes. the best DC oh, yeah. animated series oh, right Peacemaker now. Peacemaker looks like dumb fun. Oh, my God. So Ugh. good. Hugging a bald eagle. Come on. Now. And there's going to be a new Batman animated series. And they're like, yes. hey, if you love the animated series Paul from Dini the 90s. from the back of the day, Matt mm-hmm. Reeves. and um, Let's go. Is it Abrams, right? JJ? Yeah, JJ's in it. Oh, so you know on. there's going to be Lens Flair. Like, DC, you're doing a oh lot of good God. things. Oh, and who's playing Catwoman? Oh, my God. Oh, in the movie? Zoe yeah. Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz punched me oh, twice boy. in the throat and once in the mouth. That said. No, the let's just watch we, the trailer. Yeah, right let's now. watch the trailer. Everybody, <laughs> pull over your car. We're watching yeah, it together. Yeah. Now, the things that we're going to talk about here on this podcast, though, as we're in the dome, it's only appropriate. Gotham Knight trailer reactions. Dude, this game's looking sick. Looks so good. We got more of the story. We got the maze, which is something apparently in the comics. Oh, Joe. Yeah. That's all I wanted. (laughs) The Court of Owls is, as a uh, a newbie comic reader who doesn't read a whole lot, Mm -hmm. but I read The Court of Owls like five, six times. It is easily one of my favorite Batman things ever. Hmm. Um, because the Court of Owls are the premise of them is like so perfect and it fits in the lore perfectly. Not to mention that they're like they're, a secret society that allows that have already been living in Gotham and have already been like tracking Batman and and, and like uh, living in like the wing buildings of Gotham, like in a hidden floor that nobody knew about. Um, And the fact that, like, it makes a whole lot of – it is really cool that the owl is a natural predator to a bat. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot of really cool symbolism there. So, yeah, this trailer – give us our weird, you know, white people sex masks, you know? Please, I want that mask so bad. (laughs) It looks Uh, so cool. Or just give it – like, I'll buy it. Like, what's, like, five bucks? For sure. I got Um, five bucks. I think there was a – like, the trade – paperback version of the comic that mm-hmm. comes with that mess back in the day Ooh. I oh that's cool uh but yeah i want to see the maze because i don't want to spoil anything if you haven't read it but like mm-hmm. the maze is one of the coolest things i've seen in a comic book yeah um and it could be it could lend itself very well in video game form um little tiny bit bum there was no gameplay yeah but we saw gameplay CG. last year yeah um I'm just so and, and like they're not even the only villains, right? Like mm-hmm. last year we saw Mister Mister Freeze. That's true. So hey, doing pretty good over there, yeah, WB yeah. Montreal. You're doing yeah. pretty good. And then we got the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad trailer, which is a lot of CG as well. It's a whole lot of cutscenes. You're seeing only them, story, yeah. Only story. See them taking on Flash. You see them taking on. Um, the Green Lantern, you see Green a little Lantern. bit like a tease of the Batmobile. A little really, bit, a little tease of Aquaman. Aquaman's there. He, he's going to throw a fish at you. So like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. There's so much here. Uh, I just want to say that they got the vibe down. It looks yeah. like a ton of fun. Captain Boomerang's fantastic. There's a part where like, 
penguin tries to run away and Waller <laughs> zaps him and kills him dead. And they're just like, no, he's still running. She's like, okay, I'll give him another zap. No, he's still going for it. <laughs> and you're just seeing his body contort. Yeah. I mean, Great. I shout out to Rocksteady who just understand the universe that they've built yeah. with the first two Arkham games. The fact that the CG trailer opened back at Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Chills. The moment yeah. I saw that sign. Um, shout out as well to, oh my God, Deborah Wilson, who's playing Waller in the game. Yep. She was, uh, uh, she who's was also your... in Fe- Fallen Order. Yep. She was your master in that. She's fantastic. Yeah, uh, really, really great. Yeah. And shout out to Samoa Joe, the wrestler. Oh, he's in Who it? is the voice of King Shark? No freaking way. Yeah. All right. He's fantastic. I, I just, I can't wait to see, like, why is the Batmobile on that trailer? Yeah. Batman's supposed to be dead in this Arkham universe. Yeah. So, like, what's what's going on? I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm really I'm am. real excited. And you know what? This got me thinking because we know we've been beating the dead horses like the rest of the internet that like WB games are on the chopping block in terms of like being sold somewhere. Actually watching this, I'm like, no, keep the DNA. I, I would like to see them be their own separate thing. They don't have to be like sold off to PlayStation or sold off to Nintendo or mm-hmm. Xbox or whatever have you. Like there's something there's something here that makes these games WB games. And I'm I'm really digging it. So awesome. Great work, Rocksteady. Great work, Montreal. The whole city. Y'all are killing it. No, uh absolutely. The next thing is where now I attack the city of Montreal verbally and the whole country of Canada oh, because well, I'm a little We're jealous. out of the dome. Oh, we are dome. out of the dome, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, statues of limitations are within that dome. What happens in the dome stays in the dome. Oh, uh, you know what? Hold on. Yeah. I forgot something in the dome. What's that? Uh, are they both coming out in 2022? No. I think Gotham Knights is coming out in 2022, and I think Suicide Squad is 2023. I say they both do come out. Oh, Okay. Gotham Knights is May, May, June. Okay. Suicide Squad is November. Wow. Oh. And you also got, you know, Skywalker Saga. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's a, I mean, 2022 is so stacked. So maybe it's, you just push a game is. or two out, you know? But yeah, great, great question. That's why, that's why the, you're the co-hostess with the mostest. All right. Now here I am. To attack Where's the, the cream filling? <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation app is getting a much needed feature. This tweet comes straight out of PlayStation Canada. A limited release beta enabled PlayStation 5 players in Canada and Japan to share their captured screenshots and gameplay clips through the PlayStation app is starting to roll out today. Yeah, I am jealous. Because how many times it's do I have free to... free healthcare. That's why they get it. <laughs> it's the goddamn free healthcare. It starts there. How many times do I have to messaged the PlayStation tracker bot my screenshots to upload them onto Twitter. How many times? Way too yep. many. How many times back in the day on PS4 where I would have to upload them to Facebook and make them only private yep. so I would only see them so I didn't spam the feed of these random screenshots yep. and then save them and then use them. Beautiful that this is happening. Sucks yeah. that it's limited and it also just highlights I'm going to say this. PlayStation app on your phone is fantastic. It's really good. Like you can buy stuff on the phone. You can literally uh, manage your your PlayStation storage on the phone. You can download stuff on your mm-hmm. phone. Like and now with the screenshots and the clips, 
this is excellent. This is becoming a really robust app that I'm really liking. And you can message people, even party chat. So like this app really has so much to it. And it's really, it's really awesome to see how far it's gone and how amazing it really is. It's one of my favorite apps on the phone. I don't like, I, mess around with. I don't know how games. apps work. Yeah. yeah no, like storage wise, like, but like storage wise, oh, okay. like are those screenshots and grabs in the app? Will that count towards your storage on your phone? No, right? Yeah. It, they're probably hosted on a server. Yeah, somewhere. probably somewhere on a cloud. That was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> Don't worry. Dumb. We're not PC dorks. It's not, <laughs> it's not the PC room. This is the trophy room. We care about the trophies. We don't We don't know what the science goes into these things. That's it. Oh, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. The meatloaf. No, so, yeah, this is, this is fantastic. All right. Yeah. Here's another one. Eurogamer. Straight out of Eurogamer, Destiny dungeons are locked into the deluxe versions of the Witch Queen. Destiny 2 players will need to fork out extra cash to access new dungeons coming to the Witch Queen expansions. Dungeons have previously been included in various Destiny 2 expansions and season passes. However, they won't be included in the standard edition of the forthcoming expansion, nor in the five-year season passes. Wow. So in order to get these dungeons, you have to pay the $79.99 for the game. Bad move, not good. Not great. This will get rectified. You would have to think. Destiny's never done a great job of... They really have gatekeeped a lot of or gatekeeped a lot of their content from players, whether it's the exclusive business on PlayStation and now this. It just doesn't seem like a great look for them. And I'm again, I'm hoping they they change their ways. I I hope and I think they will fix this, mm-hmm. just because I don't want them to have a one of those stupid graphics of like how to upgrade a yeah. game to PS5 and like here's the version you have. Here's how you have to do it, like, and with, like, the charts and whatever, and it's confusing. No, mm-hmm. just make it be a part of the thing you already bought. Yeah. Or, like, be a part of a thing that's easy. Like, don't buy these. You have to buy this small thing, and mm-hmm. then they expand, like, too much. <laughs> too many steps. Too many steps. Too Enter many the steps. math gif. I can't take it. All right, here's the next bit of Flash news. This one we'll try to tackle quickly. Blue Box Studio says, hey, they are human. I'm not quite sure. Abandoned dev Blue Box says it's receiving death threats physically and getting the the authorities involved. They are quoted by saying the following. The following message is not addressed as a company, but as a group of human beings. The last few days have been difficult. Death threats are increasing online, but unfortunately also physically. This has to stop. We have been dealing with death threats for the past few months, and the last few days have been dealing with it again, especially physically. This is not only affects our team, but everyone within our environments, our businesses, families, and everyone surrounding us. We want to work in a safe environment with our job openings upcoming in the future. We want to offer a safe work environment for the future colleagues as well. We will not tolerate this and will take action by providing the authorities, IP addresses, logs, and camera footages. Jesus Christ. Uh, Don't go like harassing devs just because you wanted and tried to will Silent Hill. Stop it. Just because they're bad at social media doesn't mean you have to be a bad person. You 
Yeah, you can, and I tweeted this out already, but like you can think whatever you want about their rollout of Abandon and the app and the lack of... You can even call them liars. You could say that they lie to you. Yeah, but like the 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 falsehood of the rollout and what they promised and didn't... You can think whatever you yeah. want from that, that there is no excuse yeah. to threaten someone's life Mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. Like you are the trash humans of the world. Yep. Like I don't do that. It's nope. simple. It's not that hard to be a good person. Yeah. And just don't hit send on that message. Nope. That's reevaluate a- yourself. Blue box. Back out. Still, this is a shitty message. <laughs> and let me explain why. Because yeah, please explain. Why. I'm. I. I get, we're kind of on the dualities here. First off, no do don't do death threats. They're bad. And they're yeah. Dumb. No, absolutely they're not. shitty. Blue box. You have to, for the love of God hire a PR person because this is what I would have said I would have stated as this is not the way we wanted to reveal abandoned hey everybody Hassan here at part of the team or or on behalf of all the team we want to stress a few things we are really excited about our game and with that we got a bit carried away and the internet carried forth some conspiracy theories so we want to just set the record here straight and we're saying we are not a part of Kojima. We're not a part of Konami. We are a small indie team. And yes, this rollout has gotten a little bit ahead of us, but we're going to put our heads down and we're going to work on this and reveal abandoned on our own term. This is our own IP. This is something we're very proud of. This is something original that the games industry hasn't seen before. And we're excited to show it to you, but it has to be on our terms. That said, we know that our messaging hasn't been perfect, so we're going to strive on being better in the months to come. See you in 2022. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bam. Someone should hire this man to do PR. Someone. <laughs> I literally just popped in my head. I didn't rehearse this. There's no nothing I'm reading. That was great. Damn, that's it. Yeah. And then be done with it. And then I don't hear you until 2022 when you're ready to release this. Because, yes, at this point, you are just a small indie dev in over your head. People stop yelling at him. But hire someone if you can if you can afford a playstation post you could you could you could afford this man (laughs) it aggravates me all right last bit of flash news or sorry second bit playstation 5 was the best-selling console in the u.s in september 2021 breaking the 33 week streak held by the nintendo switch congratulations cardboard that's right throw them out labo was a lie it's gone (laughs) it's gone uh, when do you think Nintendo's out of business? <laughs> Is it next week? Or are they going? Back, or are they filing Chapter Eleven in November, Kyle? No, great news. Everybody's doing great. great. News. Yep, everyone's doing great. Video games are awesome. All right, now this one's for realsies, or rumor has it. Rumor has it. Ubisoft reportedly developing a new Splinter Cell game, set to possibly be revealed next year. Um, I'm not a big Splinter Cell guy, but I do want to say for people that are fans of the series, good on you. You really, yeah. you deserve this. But at the same exact time, Ubisoft did just reveal, uh, what was it? A, uh, Ghost Recon Battle Royale game. So, you know, keep those expectations <laughs> checked and yeah. leveled. Cause we don't know. Also what this game like, is. you know, the, the biggest, uh, not conspiracy. What's what I'm trying to what am I trying to say here? Own it. Say conspiracy. Not it's not a lot. It's not even that. Biggest question okay. in all of games is 
where's Beyond Good and Evil 2? I mean, that's you showed true. that so early. Yeah. I, I mean, like, there's so that. There's that Avatar game. Yep. There's all these free-to-play stuff that they're doing. Whatever Assassin's Creed is next. Again, whatever that Ghost what? Recon Battle Royale game is. <laughs> whatever, really like, excited for. that uh, Prince of Persia remake that got oh delayed. God, we haven't right. seen that since that delay announcement. It seems so, like, like Ubisoft's either hit or, like, extremely missed the dartboard, it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very strange. I don't know. I'm happy for for Splinter Cell fans to have a little bit of hope. Yeah. And I hope you get your game. I really, really do. Because Sam Fisher deserves a new game. Yeah. His own game, not to show up in Ghost Recon somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like again, I, deserves, or that mobile thing, the Elite Squad. Yeah. Thing. And I would like to see, I mean, I'd love to see, what is it, Michael Ironside's back or whatever? His last name is so badass. But like, chances are he's super old, so we're going to have to recast him. I would like maybe Sam Fisher passing the torch. Maybe it's like a, you know, you know, Force Awakens type of deal, but Ooh. I listen. It is like I want to know. I want to hear from Splinter Cell fans. I'm not a Splinter Cell fan, so let me yeah. know what you guys and gals want. People out there, what do you want out of this? Let us know by tweeting us at PS Trophy Room or joining our Discord server, and you can yell at me there. You know. Hey Kyle, are you are you holding on to something by any chance? Are you looking around? Yeah. <sighs> All right. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals. Coming to the PlayStation Storefront on October 9th, Space Break 2 on PlayStation 4, Tony and Clyde on PlayStation 4, A YouTuber's Life 2 on PlayStation 4. <laughs> on the 22nd of October, the game of the year, the relentless My Friend Peppa Pig comes yeah. on the PlayStation Storefront and he wants blood. She. <laughs> Oh, it's Peppa Peppa's, Peppa's a girl. My apologies. All right. The Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, on PlayStation 5 and PS4. Oh, my God, my voice. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The, the voice is waiting. Uh, cool. YouTuber's Life. Wonder what that's all about. I'm, I'm currently watching the trailer for this, and you- this looks... It looks like you can go on its E3 stage and unveil a new game. Whoa. Do you uh, fight become... imposter syndrome, the boss? <laughs> <laughs> right now, this, this YouTuber is going around on a scooter through the city, mm-hmm. and now he's dancing at like a disco club. Is he Here's selling Monster the... Energy or whatever the energy uh, drink is? No, but they're they're all into um, uh, that, that Riot game. The mobile game. Shadow Legends. <laughs> Shadow Legends. They're real they're really big into that. Here's the description for this game oh, though. God. Become the best YouTuber in the world. Collaborate with legendary celebrities. Explore the city of fame. Find out hidden stories and follow trends to create viral content. Oh, no. Live the life in, of an emerging superstar. Fame, fortune, and fans are waiting for you. This is the disease in our society. This is like, it oh ain't what it's God. chalked up to be. The folks. city's name is NewTube. <sighs> Fuck. Meet, meet, Pew- oh, PewDiePie's in this game. Oh, that's great. Uh, meet PewDiePie, Rubius, Inoxtag, German Let's Play, Craner, Wooly Rex, Lauren Side, and more. Oh, whoa, boy. God truly has abandoned us. Hey, Kyle, it's time for the <laughs> Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Yeah. 
Of course, you can send in your comments, your questions, anything you want from us over at PS Trophy Room or on the Trophy Room Discord server, and we'll answer them accordingly, just like Katie did <clears throat> over on Discord. Out of the PlayStation franchises we've had over the years, what characters have had the best arc? What characters have the best character developments? Ooh. Easy answer is Last of Us Part 2, Ellie. I oh, like her arc. hands down. And I even think character development? Dude. I mean, um, what's her face? Oh, my God. From Last of Us. Oh, my God. Why am I blanking? Literally. Tess? No, not Tess. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Golf Dina. Club. Golf club. Abby. Abby. There you go. Yeah. Abby's <laughs> fantastic. I think, like, it's hard to not think of a character that is not from Last of Us. God, you know I just got straight out of work because my brain yeah. ain't working like it once was. Yeah, there, There's there's not even just Ellie or, or Joel even. Like, most of the characters in those games mm-hmm. have a pretty satisfying arc. Yeah. Or, or they do go on a journey. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like, I mean, a lot of people hate on the game. Just sad. But, like, Deacon St. John in Days Gone has a really great character arc. If you could get to it. I mean, that's a fair criticism. <laughs> but yeah. I really enjoyed his arc in that game, for sure. I mean, I think another one is, like, Kratos in a boy, you know? Yeah, that's great. I love Drake uh, going from this world-traveling uh, uh, treasure hunter. Douchebag, yeah. To now he's a... <laughs> Now he's like at home trying to like make a good living and, yeah. and that kind of development of him wanting to yeah, that keep was, Elena safe and stuff. And, yeah. and like, it, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Uncharted 4 did like, I like that arc of like, you know, the happy ever after and you're at the ever after part, but like, there's a part of you that yearns yeah. for that adventure again, you know? And shout out to Chloe in uh, Lost oh Legacy. God, fantastic. Chloe and Nadine in that game. Play that game. Yes. Please. Please for the love of Please God. Please play that game. Way too, way too good. That, that remaster is coming. I, I can't wait. Oh, boy. The Ugly Robber writes, how do you guys handle getting to your backlog of games? With every game sale on PSN, I find myself buying a bunch of games I really want to play, but can never find the time to get into them, especially with all those new games coming out. 2022 already looks like a banger of a year based on releases sorry joe i had to get it in i like how you you bleeped it after i already said it well i mean i just wanted people to know that i was not happy about it okay um i don't worry about the backlog i just get to it if i get to it i can't i can't and then i just move on i'm not like it like yeah yeah, off my shoulder i don't i I don't i don't have the regrets because if the game i truly want to play and I'm playing it and I'm hooked, that's going to be my game for the week or two or the the month, you know? Like, yeah, right no, now I'm playing Back for I Blood with Luke. And, like, I'm like, this is going to be a really great game. And, sure, I could be playing other games right now. But right now, it's Back for Blood time while I wait for a sale for, uh, what is it, Life is Strange. And Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I shouldn't stress about my backlog because mm. it's there. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Um. But every once in a while, I'll have, like, an itch of, like, I, I could get lost in an RPG. 
for, sure. for right now. And then that's when I'll go back and, and bust out like the Final Fantasy 15, which I played a bunch of until I forgot what game came out. I think it might have been Returnal before Returnal. Because sometimes I, I think this is where I get into my backlog the most. I think mm. you're the same. Mm-hmm. Is like you're a week and a half away from a major PlayStation game. I don't want to play anything like brand new or whatever. Yeah. I just want to play some comfort thing or something that I should catch up on. So I'll go get something from my backlog and play through it. Like that's how I went through Resident Evil seven this year and Resident <laughs> Evil four and Resident Evil two. I played a lot of Resident Evil this year. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And you know, it is on that downtime where you're like, yeah, I'll sneak in a game here or there. And like you'll be feeling an RPG, so you're like, you know what? Let me try Fallout Four. Maybe it doesn't stick because it's Fallout Four, and so you just drop it and you don't like think about it much. Or you may be going, okay, you know what? I got the time to kill. I could sink a hundred plus hours into a persona, and you don't think too hard about it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Marauder, or sorry, the eighty-five Marauder writes. So Cyberpunk, uh, sorry, CD Project Red. Just delayed the next end versions of Cyberpunk and what you're thinking, man, reading is hard tonight for us, you know? It is. Not, it's not a, a long day. It's a long day. A long we, day. You know what? We both work really hard. Anyway, yeah. is anyone really surprised? No. What I'll be surprised by is how CD Projekt Red earns the love and trust of fans again. Because here's the thing that I, I want to point to that goes back to our Bloodborne conversation. We have faith in these companies until we don't. Until they prove to us that they've either earned it or they haven't right so like we had no question that cyberpunk was going to be great because they gave us the witcher 3 and it witcher 3 is a phenomenal game also could be one of the you know league of games of the of a generation but and it was like constantly updated with good stuff for free and even the paid expansions were hefty and worth its value and then you get the witch or sorry you get the cd or sorry cyberpunk situation where now it's like we don't trust them to sell us anything, you know, at this point. So to me, it really I, I I think this question really sparks the interest in my head of like how we do go from trusting a developer one minute to not. Cause yeah, like if if this was, you know, if Cyberpunk never came out, yeah, I'd be like, you know what, take your time, good game, good yeah. game, bad game, bad. But now we're just like really surprised they couldn't keep a promise. I mean that that's the thing, right? Like I'm waiting for this so I can actually finally play Cyberpunk. Yeah. I do wanna play that game. Yeah. I wanna know I wanna experience Water it. for ten bucks right behind me. Uh but like you're right. When what can they do to win us back? Like, is this going to be the one game that I actually pay attention to every or whatever comes next, I'm going to pay attention to every preview yeah. and wait for reviews? Like is this is this the, the, the studio that's going to make me so cautious that I'm going to consume everything that people have played and talked about mm-hmm. just to see if it's up to snuff? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, great question. I, I, maybe it is by how the Cyberpunk PS5 and the Witcher PS5 updates have. Because I no doubt I will go play Witcher 3 and actually I've, beat it this time. Yeah. I wanted 5. to play it. I started it. Yeah, but then I was like, you know what? They'll probably get a next gen version. I'll mm-hmm. wait, and yeah, I'll wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. But that's it. Like, I think it 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 really comes down to what their next game is, and that's going to be the thing that really we're hanging on uh, for them to prove. Yeah. All right, close out the show. Jadis Von Metal, or sorry, not close out the show. Close out the segment. Jadis Von Metal writes in. 
I want to know. What's your favorite pizza? Ooh, boy. Kyle? Can I tell you Kyle. what my least favorite kind of pizza is? Kyle? Anything with veggies on it. Get okay. I was going to say, tread lightly, my friend. <laughs> no, pepperoni is the go-to. Yeah, go-to. Um, I, I I mean, pepperoni, sausage, meatball, either mm-hmm. of those three, I am totally, totally in. Um, so th- those are my, those are my pizzas. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I don't like the I don't like mushrooms. Yeah. I don't like olives or a black olive like a stuff. With, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. But like for me, there is nothing more Italian American <laughs> than a classic cheese pizza. Yeah. What we call plain pizza here. Sure. Like like pepperoni's great, sausage, meatball, that's great too. But like when you get down to it, brass tacks a nice cheese pizza never does you wrong. And you know the quality of pizza, like pizzeria, by the quality of their plain slice. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you can cover a lot with, like, the taste of the meats. Or you can, you the can hide some things. There yeah. has to be the perfect marriage between sauce, cheese, and bread. So here is my follow-up. Okay. I like a little sauce on my pizza. I don't like a lot of sauce. Okay. Here's it. Okay. Fair. It has to be, again, it's just like. For me, pizza is just a cheese delivery service into my mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, you haven't had good pizza here, Kyle. I'll say, when you come Whoa, over here, we'll go Are to you a New Jerseyan telling a New Yorker? Yes. I don't know what good pizza is? Yes. Oh, you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I'm putting my foot down. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Well, I'm just telling you. Listen, oh, how many like dollar slice like corner? I don't pizza, go to those places. But like how many? Bad. The bad to good ratio is just through the roof over in but New York. But the good is right beyond but anything ratio, that Jersey has. How to many offer. John's pizzas? You shut up, you son of a gun. <laughs> how many John's pizzas are there, and how many John's pizzas are actually good? I've never been to a John's pizza. Well, I've been to a bunch of Sergio pizzas. Eh, oh, <laughs> you go to Ralph's, all right? Sure. In either I think it's Lindhurst or Garfield, New Jersey. Shout out. That's the best pizza in New Jersey, hands down. Okay. All right. All right. It's the best sauce to cheese to crust ratio. That's okay. really the most like that is the most important thing. Topping secondary. Yeah. But you know what I'd also mess with? Because I've cussed too many times on this show. Yeah. I could do chicken bacon ranch out of pizza. Bar pizza? Bar pizza? Yeah. I mean, yeah, minus the ranch for me. I'm not a ranch guy. Uh, again, but super picky white. over here. Oh, my God. Okay. S- super picky. All right. uh, the thing I get, like, when we're getting something fast from pizza yeah. at, like, Domino's, I'll, I'll order a bacon cheeseburger pizza. Bacon, bacon beef, pizza. and cheddar cheese okay. on with mozzarella. Very, very good. There's also there's a place that I order from. It's a Philly cheese uh, slice, and it's literally yeah. like crust, very light sauce, if any, and then just Philly cheese, like <laughs> everything. Just a pizza. Can I, can I tell you what my college did? Uh, I like it's just a pizza. I just <laughs> it's just pizza. <laughs> just a pizza. Go for it. Uh, a cookie pizza. Oh, they did yeah. a dessert cookie pizza. Oh yeah. man, There's... my mouth is watering because that would be like a late night snack. Like mm-hmm. if you have the meal plan and have that, you would just go up and get a slice and 
Oh man, yeah, so good. They just made a giant cookie. And oh, I, I don't care. Pizza. I don't care. It's good. Huh? They have one over here. As New well. Jersey's better than New. Get out of here. I'm not pizza. saying. Listen, Joe's Pizzeria, amazing. Apparently, Brian Altano yelled at me. He's a John Pizza in in New York City. That's where it's at. But to me, Ralph's Pizza, you don't have to go through the traffic and the hustle and the bustle of New York City to get a great slice. Is all I'm saying. Oh, man. You don't have to come go here, through the bullshit. Come of out New by City. me, and when I have enough money, we'll just go to all the pizza places, and I'll show you some good pizza. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, wow. Don't want to spend time with me, Grant. Let's end the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We can't end it on mommy and daddy fighting again. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Kyle, uh, real quick, is there any game that you've been playing? I want to know. Um, Kyle, I want to know. Nothing. <laughs> I can't talk about the one game yet. Right. Can't. Um. Hey, me and you played Far Cry Six together. Wasn't that fun? That was a good time. We did. Uh, like we it. did all the co-op mm-hmm. uh, trophy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, these special missions that you could do at, at the bases, I kind of dig those. Yeah. They were kind of fun, like running through and making sure that bad or whatever that weapon was is in the shade and cooled mm-hmm. down. Like I like the strategy to it. Um, AI is still bad. real bad. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> still real bad. Uh, but it was fun playing with you. Uh, I, by the way, I went back to watch or that game clip that I saved oh, yeah. because Joe had he's farther along in the game with, than me, and he has like this car that will hover in the air and fly yeah and he did the thing he does on the show is he goes hey kyle prepare the drop and he drops the wings and we fell and we died (laughs) (laughs) and it was a great clip but it didn't record our voices oh son of a so it did i was like damn it (laughs) but it was a good time it was was a good time far cry is fun dude far cry it's a ton of fun i i really dug that game and it really it really hit above its weight in a lot of areas. Like I, yeah, I thoroughly have enjoyed my my time there, and I keep going back to it. I want to get that other platter. other than that one section or or when it does happen, it makes me so angry. What's that? I make sure I stealthily go through a base, a camp, an area. Mm-hmm. I take everyone out silently. No one notices. I tur- I look one way, I look back, another enemy is right there. Like they spawn out of nowhere. Yeah. And like that's a I, boinked, I sure. don't like that. That's a big bummer. Yeah. If I'm taking the time to purposely not raise any alarms and, and, and to and be tactical with it, yeah. I don't want to be punished by then somebody who just got spawned sees me because I'm ten feet away because I already cleared that area. Yeah. And then the alarms go off and then it's like SWAT team with helicopters and tanks and Yeah, I think it definitely has, if I'm not mistaken, a streaming problem. What what mm. you're seeing in front of you, what's being scripted in front of you. Because when you turn away, yeah, it, it does some weird stuff. That yeah. being said, um I've played Back for Blood. Nice. Uh, WB reached out, gave me a code for the PlayStation 5, because the one thing that I wanted to talk about on a review uh, with Luke was how the haptics and the controller feels. Feels yeah. pretty good. Uh, haptics nice. honestly better in Far Cry than this. I think these are a little bit too muted. If that sounds right, um, it just they could have been they could have upped the ante. 
I felt like they kind of did the easy way out here with the DualSense controller and with the haptics. Maybe because Phil Spencer paid them. (laughs) (laughs) But nonetheless, this game is a lot of fun. This really is Left 4 Dead 3. Like, it is no holds back. It is what it is. It knows what it is. And it wants to get the formula right and evolve on the formula as well. The one thing that I have to champion about this game is the level design is slick because they make one area feel so different. Like you'll be going through a farmland and you're going through the wheat field and you can't or or like a corn maze and you can't see like two feet ahead of you. Like it's really great. And then the next level is like you're in a dock, but all the boats have crashed. So you have to jump between boat to boat or else if you fall in the water, you die. Um, A lot of really cool stuff. And I really do like the card system as well. Uh, When it gets foggy, it gets spooky real fast and uh, really scary. I'm really enjoying that game, too. From the alpha, the beta, whatever I played on PC. I had a great time. I haven't played played the full retail version yet. Um, but I'm itching to to play because it's a uh, it's good. It w- was a good time to go back for blood. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I almost forgot this question. Sorry, Ron the Troll, but we'll feed you just once. They asked, "What console generation had the best games?" In your own opinion, as we close out the show, let's think deeply. Isn't <laughs> that really intense? I'm gonna say it, and I'll say it because everybody else is afraid to say it. I might say the same thing. So go ahead. The sixth generation. Bioshock, Red Dead Redemption, Last of Us, Uncharted, Halo Reach. Like, come on. Gears. It's pretty good. Call of Um, Duty 4. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I I have a specific one because it grew my love of RPGs. That's PlayStation 1. Um. That's why I love RPGs because there were so many that were sure. put out there. But I honestly think, and it's maybe it's too close to it, but like the PS4 generation was very good. <laughs> I mean, it was very good. It was very good. There's a lot of really good stuff there. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's just, it's too fresh. Is four years too fresh when we look back at Horizon? Is three years too fresh when we got God of War and Spider-Man in the same year? Damn, this guy studied bird law. He's great at it. <laughs> no, that's law. true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but again, like it's like we're just a year removed. Give me, give me a few more. That's give fair. me a few more years. That's totally fair. But you're right. Bloodborne. Like, fuck. <laughs> I forgot. Now I did it. <laughs> we made the show so not Ghost of Sushima joke. I on. know. Again, I don't want to be like Last of Us Part Two. Control. It's, Get out of here. <laughs> it's just such an easy out. It's such an easy out to say last generation. You know. I mean, sure, but like. So I've been named... cursing so much, Earthy Jesus, mom. I apologize. <laughs> you named six games from the the PS3 360 generation, all fantastic. Yeah, but I can name more during the PS4 and Xbox One generation of ones that I Fair. dug the most. Fair. Yeah. Um. I before we go, I want to spotlight some awesome reviews that we've gotten and because we've gotten so many more listeners first off thank you welcome uh yeah sometimes joe cusses again i apologize tim off son cover your ears for the love of god uh but we want to just highlight some people that left us a five-star review over on on the podcast and saying bad words god damn it scared the shit out of me (laughs) 
give me a heart attack. God, give me a warning. God, give me a pause. Man, God. All right. Here's one. Excellent PlayStation podcast. Uh, only found it. And this comes from Way Silent Bob. What up? Love the reference. From Great Britain, no less. You Brits always have our back. But we will never forget 1812. Never. Never. Okay. Only found, just found it. Three episodes in. But I already think I'll listen to all the episodes. I'm weird like that. No politics. I'll put an asterisk. Like other PlayStation podcasts. Good length and very listenable hosts. Subscribe. Now, yeah. Honestly, I don't want to tell you politics stuff. Because we're a PlayStation yeah. show. I don't want to talk about trickle down. That's not interesting to me. I want to no. escape that stuff. But I always preface this by this, right? As long as black lives matter, as long as LGBTQ lives matter, right? Trans lives matter. All that stuff means a lot to us. Stop Asian hate, yep. all that. You're welcome here. We're Just positive. Just be good to punch. each other. Just be good to each other. Because to it. me, it's about like, yeah, you may not... You may, there's people that listen to me that wouldn't agree with me a hundred percent on anything ideology wise, but to me, it's not about that stuff. To me, it's like, we're here to escape reality. Gas is three forty a gallon. I want to just, just stop for an hour, 30 minutes and think about fun stuff. Yeah. That good. And as long as we respect yeah. each other along the way, that's great. And sometimes, yes, sometimes. There'll be a bump in the road where we have to talk about something or bring up something because it's important to us. So, though I can't promise you that it's not going to be 100% political all the time, we really do try to keep a lot of that stuff out yeah. because I'm not, I'm not an expert, man. I don't know. I don't know. And, like, I, I applaud and I appreciate you so much uh, that you want to go back and listen to every single episode. Yeah. From my performance uh, alone, the early ones are bad. <laughs> the early episodes are real bad. Oh my god! On my end, I can't. I refuse to listen to them. I can't. Kyle, I, I can't do it. I've, I went back and I and I, I think I said this on episodes prior. I challenge anybody: scroll all the way back to your feeds. Right. I think the latest feed would be around like Red Dead. I think the feed only keeps Red Dead Two. Yeah, Red Dead Two around there. The feed only keeps two hundred and fifty. I'm trying to change that, but okay. nonetheless, our history is important to us. Go back, check that out, and yeah. you'll find how far we've come. Not just as hosts, but audio quality is out of this world better. And you'll yeah. be like, I swear to God, if you're not a patron, you'll be like, Holy shit, I'm throwing a buck. This guy. He learned what <laughs> in a week <laughs> or, or even go like on the YouTube channel and go back to the furthest, the oldest video version of the podcast and see how different everything is. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This comes from Fisker Two from Great Britain. Again, he says, or they say Kyle's voice modulator needs to become a regular feature. Laugh so hard. I had tears streaming down <laughs> my face. You guys make my Thursdays. Thank uh. you so much. Thank you. The voice thing's great. I, I, I'm happy that I have a thing to make people yes. laugh because I'm not usually the funny one. You are. You make me. I laugh. have some hits here and there, but like, I'm glad I this thing popped up for the stream deck. I was like, ooh, let me see if it works, and here we are. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. I'll tell you, hey Kyle, can you work on the condenser or this that uh, on the equalizer? Yeah, no, no. Like, I voice mod. You're like, eh. We're like, I can sound like a baby with a button. <laughs> Yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> I love it. All right. Or I can sound like a robot. 
God damn it. You're like, well, ballot sound of EQ? No. No. <laughs> Sounds sound like the robot on the Jetsons. Sounds Jetskin, great. Jetskins or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last one. Worth the lesson. Listen. Uh, this comes from Double Starch on Apple Podcasts. Love the podcast. Got back into gaming the past year due to the global condition and happy to have discovered the pod. Keeps me in the loop for what I look out for on PlayStation 5 and appreciate the honest reviews and takes besides the Switch and currently the PS5. Haven't owned a console since the PS2 and felt super overwhelmed with what games to play. Oh, oh my God, yeah. you came back. A uh, Good point. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome for sure. Yeah. You have so many amazing things to catch up on, <sighs> but like take your time because there's a lot. Take your time. But we'll like we'll we'll write you a list, you know. Yeah. Bioshock is a must. All right. Which is weird because we're kind of finally like we're going we're about to see Bioshock, but like in on Mars when like Elon Musk takes over it. Cause he literally said Elon's like, once we make a base on Mars, no holds bar. We don't have to listen to the government or something crazy that Elon Musk said. I'm like, Elon, I don't want to get you upset because you, you, you're you one bad message away from being like a supervillain. But I don't know how that's going to work out for you, bud. Yeah, I don't know. Again, don't it's going to be crazy where we see it. Crazy where we see that. All right. <sighs> also, like we're close to an actual new Bioshock game, too. I, that, too. Life is good. Game Awards. <gasps> game Awards. <gasps> Oh, that's a Shock good face. chance of being there. I'm just saying. Kyle, that's been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. My God, can I just say, I know like we usually leave it for the post show, but what a great episode this what week. What a great show. Yeah. We killed it. It's good. Pat on the back yeah. for us. Rate us five bad. stars on Apple Podcasts. We're at 274 plus. My goodness. Worldwide, wide, 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 wide. Kyle, where could everybody find you, good sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Uh, as well as on PSN and on Xbox. You can find all the indie game coverage I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. We just had um, Mike had... Uh, oh, I want to get the devs right. I want to... Nope, wrong show. That's this show. Uh, <laughs> had had uh, indie devs on for Spaceboat. Uh, and a, a conversation with the devs over there. So go check that out. That should be on the YouTube channel very soon. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And you can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room. We are at 1,700 followers on PS Trophy Room. I am at 1,930 something followers oh, on Twitter. Here's the thing. I hate that I have more followers than the show. So please, everybody, go over to Twitter. Follow at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. My goal, my pie in the sky is hitting 2,000 followers on Twitter yep. with mm-hmm. PS Trophy Room by the end of the year. Let's make it happen. Great. Let's make it happen. Let's do, let's do 2K, 2K all around. Yeah. Well, yeah 2K you, 2K me, 2K two, show. Two, two, two. Let's just do it. It's a year of twos. Year of twos. Going into yeah. 2022? Come on. Come on. Come on. We, <laughs> it's perfect. The stars aligned. Now we just got to move them as such. Yeah. With all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye-bye. Love you.